Brad Holmes talked today about kickers. Yes, we got the latest from Allen Park. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. good everybody here we go it's a friday edition of locked on lions right here on the locked on podcast network your team every day matt Derry with you it is the first day of september friday september 1st and the saturday september 2nd we are less than a week away from the opener as the lions will be in kansas city thursday night to take on the chiefs thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcast appreciate all of our subscribers on the locked on lions youtube channel or everydayers who are out there listening to the podcast apologize for some audio issues we had yesterday I have no idea why, because right now we should sound uh, crystal clear. Remember Rob Parker? Crystal clear FM, Mark. Um, so uh, here we are on a Friday edition of Lockdown Lions. Coming up on the show today, Brad Holmes speaks. Ray Agnew, assistant GM, speaks. Those guys were on the podium in Allen Park today down at uh, 222 Rod Wood Drive to talk about the uh, season. Love the fact that the Lions put their people out there putting their general manager, assistant general manager. Um, they are a transparent team, and it's refreshing. Brad Holmes did talk about kickers. He talked about uh, pursuing Trey Lance and some rumors about that. We will talk about that. We'll get into some expectation discussion. All of that today right here on Lockdown Lions. We're brought to you today by the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code, whoa, uh, use code LOCKDOWNNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed with game time. You can follow me on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Lockdown Lions on Twitter, Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. We're on threads at The Real Matt Dairy, and as I said before, Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. All right, a little sip of water here. Let's get rolling. Um, there are a lot of positives. And, and look, it, it's hard to, to rip this organization. It's hard to get negative right now. Everybody believes they're going to win. Even Arizona, I was watching Jonathan Gannon, their head coach on some behind the scenes video saying, we're here to win. The goal is to win games. and We're going to be good enough to win games. We all know the Cardinals may win two or three games tops. They're horrible. But here in Detroit, down at the facility in Allen Park, this organization believes. They believe they've got talent and they do have talent. They believe they're the best team in the NFC North. They probably are. And that they can make a run in the weaker conference in the sport. It's it's a no. Um, there are just a ton of really good teams. You know, AFC West uh, uh, with Kansas City and, and an improved Denver team, and all all of these things. The Chargers people like, right? But in the NFC, you got Philadelphia in the Super Bowl last year. You got San Francisco and that great defense and just an excellent coach in Kyle Shanahan and McCaffrey and Debo and all of that. And then it's everybody else. It's wide open. The Lions' uh, uh, name has been thrown around. Dallas's name has been thrown around. All of that um, in the NFC. But for Detroit, there's talent there in a weak division, in a weak conference. And I like where the Lions sit right now. The one concern right? And we can start with this is the place kicker situation. And it's a concern because 
you still have to kick the ball through the uprights to gain either one point or three points. And you, there are times that you just on fourth and 10 from the opponent's 33 yard line, there's times you got to kick it, right? There's times when down by two with no time left on the clock and you got yourself a chip shot, 29 yarder, you think is a chip shot to win a game because three points down by two makes a plus one and you win by one. You need to have that individual, that person, that gentleman kicking the ball through the uprights, right? Like coming to America, kicking the oblong ball through these, you know, um, <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but I did. Um, the Lions need some consistency there. Today, Justin Rogers from the Detroit News asked Brad Holmes, a general manager, about the kicking situation. Uh, threw out some stats to him. Hey, you had this problem last year. You had this problem this year. You know, all these things that have gone on um, with the with the Lions uh, in the kicking department, the 11 kickers that they've had in three years uh, that they've brought in. Some they brought in, some they've had on the roster, some they haven't had on the roster, but we've gone through the list of Matthew Wright, and Randy Bullock, and Santoso, and Seibert. We've been through it. But today, Brad Holmes addressed it. I want to play this audio for you, courtesy of DetroitLions.com, and I want you to listen closely to what Brad says about Riley Patterson being his starting place kicker. We will do that right now, right here on Lockdown Lions. Take a listen to this. Yeah, uh, I would say, well, for the quarterback, I, I feel really good about our quarterback room now um, at this point. And with, with, with Riley, um, you know, when we first had Riley, I thought Riley did a really good job. And then obviously he um, got claimed by uh, Jacksonville and kicked for them and still did a good job. Um, so, you know, um, you know, he, he's, he's, he's had his moments, this, this training camp where, you know, um, you would like to be a little bit more consistently, but what I know about Riley is, uh, you know, he's got a very low heart rate when it comes to game time, his confidence is high. Um, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not too concerned because I know who he is as a person. Um, so, you know, um, hope for the best, you know, you kind of saw the, kick in Carolina where, you know, it was probably a little bit outside of his range of kind of what he normally is. But, you know, within his range, I mean, just look at the data on him uh, in games and in critical situations. Um, he, he, he's, he's been pretty good. So feel good about it. And what ways have you noticed outside the building uh, people being excited about the Lions? And um, on any level, does that feel good? I know it doesn't give you a win, but does it – validate what you have done so far yeah it does feel good and like what i've always said I'm, I'm just happy for the fans and for the city of detroit because they deserve that they they deserve excitement they deserve hope um so that that's really good for us like you know the let's call it the hype train if you want to call it um or it's been called that it was a little surprising to me this past offseason just because we didn't make the playoffs. You know, I um, love how we ended the season, but I didn't think it would be to this magnitude. But um, but, but regardless of whatever, how much uh, positive news is coming out, we'll still keep the same mindset is that we'll, we'll always be the hunters, you know, and we're not, you know, succumbing to targets on our back or I don't uh, – no, we'll, we'll we'll always be hunting and 
and aiming for for the target. So it doesn't really change our message. I think Dan's done an outstanding outstanding job with the team in terms of um, letting them know what the expectations are. We're not scared of the expectations. Um, the expectations are are earned through uh, I think what we've built and and, and what we've done uh, up to this point in terms of how we finished the end of the season and through our player acquisition process. So, um, but now we got to just prove them right. Kickers kicking the tires on some of the, the deadline the other day and the quarterback season training. Just can you characterize? All right, uh, there it is. There was the comments made by Brad Holmes. Um, okay, I'm doing this on the fly sometimes. This is how it happens. Uh, he went on to say later on in the press conference, Brad Holmes did. And you heard him talking about Riley Patterson and how things were a little bit out of his range against Carolina where he missed the 52-yarder. And again, he doesn't have 50-plus range, which is a little bit of a concern. But he said later on, it'll be Riley's job to start. To start. That was the quote um, in talking about Michael Badgley. Um, you know, and went on to say that, uh, no, he'll start us off. The Lions also signed Michael Badgley. Here's my point. All right. They have not had a secure guy in three years. All right. I'm not going to go into the Matt Prater thing again because you all hate when I do it. So I'm not even going to bring that up. But there are other veteran kickers out there that are better than what they have. And that's a fact. All right. Would I feel better about this team if Robbie Gold was on the team? I would. Yeah. Dustin Hopkins, whom the Browns just picked up, is just as good, if not better, than Riley Patterson. All right? But what, what I'm trying to say is, it's a concern. It's obvious that Brad Holmes is concerned when he's saying that Riley Patterson is going to start us off because Michael Badgley is waiting in the wings if they need to do it. And it's just been a position that they've not gotten right in three years. And it has cost them games, including in Pittsburgh a couple of years ago and last year in Minnesota. Now... While I still think Dan Campbell will be a gambler and go for it on fourth downs, and they've got enough talent to put the ball in the end zone, if you need Riley Patterson this Thursday night against the Chiefs, down 24 20, uh, 20, or excuse me, 24 23 to win you a game and he can't do it and it costs you, then it'll really get magnified. Hopefully they don't miss an extra point. And so it's not a 17 to 16 Chiefs lead at half or 24-23 game late, where it should have been 24-24. Should have um, that's all I'm saying. If this is the team's biggest problem, it's a good thing. That kicker would be the biggest problem, and not quarterback, not center, not guard, not defensive end. They've got plenty of depth. But just keep an eye on this, because the organization is not, has not gotten it right when it's come to the kicker, period. Um Trey Lance's name came up today. I was stunned to hear this. And I want to get into this coming up next because I think it's absurd. And I think Brad Holmes is doing the right thing on this uh, Brad, uh, Trey Lance situation. Uh, but first, let's talk about FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from our friends at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet 5 bucks will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. That's right. Now is the best time to join FanDuel, America's number one sports book. The app is easy to use. You can be on everything from point spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of 
the NFL. Friday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. On Tuesday, Mike Sando is going to join us from The Athletic. We're chasing down some others. I even heard back from the legendary Lomas Brown today. We're going to get Lomas on soon right here on Locked On Lions. All right, so there was a report in The Athletic uh, this past week that before Trey Lance was traded from San Francisco to Dallas, there were some other teams talking to the 49ers about a trade. And one of the teams in a one report mentioned were the Detroit Lions. Today, Brad Holmes completely denied that report. He said, we take a look at any way we can to upgrade our roster. And every day we're always trying to get better. But no, I did not have any conversations with the San Francisco 49ers about Trey Lance. Number one, the Lions have two really good quarterbacks. They've got the perfect starter right now and a guy that's red hot, a guy that's playing very consistent football and a guy that uh, has led this team in Jared Goff. And the Lions and Jared Goff have a very good relationship, despite the fact that they really haven't come to terms on any kind of a contract extension and going into next year, Goff will be um, a lame duck. I mean, he'll be on the last year of his deal going into next year, but yet Jared loves being here. The Lions love having him. And he's got a great rapport with Ben Johnson. So that's a positive. Then you've got Teddy Bridgewater as your backup. Uh, as good a backup quarterback as there is out there. He's he's consistent. Players love him. He's fit in great already. All right. Your number three quarterback, whatever. David Blau, I'm not a fan. Great guy, though. They seem to like him. Whatever. He knows the system. Uh, I would have preferred Will Greer as the third stringer or somebody like that. But the Lions were not going to go get Trey Lance. Why would they do that? All right, unproven, been a, bit, been, a, been a bit of a bust with the Niners, has had some injuries, and it's a distraction. If Dak Prescott plays poorly in the opener, and I don't know who Dallas is playing in week one, somebody, I'm, are they playing Philly, I think, something like that? I mean, you know, immediately fans are going to be calling for Trey Lance. He's not even the backup. Cooper Rush is. So... Bringing in Trey Lance because you think you can upgrade at number three, sure. But Brad Holmes also knows you can't mess with good culture, a good locker room, and you don't want any distractions. Jerry Jones publicly said this week, I didn't even talk to Dak Prescott about bringing in Trey Lance. You think Dak Prescott's happy about that? Now publicly he's going to say, oh, a young kid, we'd love to mentor him. But imagine Jared Goff being not told by the organization, hey, by the way, we're bringing in Trey Lance. Trey Lance is nowhere near Jared Goff. Trey Lance is nowhere near Dak Prescott yet. But just the, the looming shadow of that around would, would cause too much talking. And so while Dallas did it, and fine on them, maybe he's their future, I don't know. Dak Prescott's got years left on his contract. For the Lions to even, why would the Lions call the 49ers about, about Trey Lance? Why would they do that? Now, would the Lions call Tampa Bay about Mike Evans? Yes. Mike Evans is unhappy in Tampa Bay and knows that team is complete dog bleep. The Lions have $13 million still under the cap. Would you call about Mike Evans? Of course. He would fit a position in need and immediately come in and play at wide receiver. But Trey Lance, what would be the fit here? I don't know what that would be. You've got a veteran backup in Teddy Bridgewater that's making $5 million. You've got a veteran starter in Jared Goff. Trey Lance won't play. 
And you've got Hendon Hooker waiting in the wings, possibly as your future. I don't, I see no reason why. And I'm glad Brad Holmes immediately squashed that today and said, no, I never talked to the 49ers about that kid. Did not have that conversation. I thought that was great. And I'm glad Brad Holmes addressed it. Um, and I think it was Dave Burkett asked the question about it. So there you go. Um, all right. I want to talk a little bit about expectations because well, people have to remember something about Thursday night. And I will discuss that coming up next right here on Locked on Lions. First, though, if you're looking for tickets to anything, maybe last minute tickets, not sure where the seats are, forget all that. Download the Game Time app because buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful, should be easy. And it is with Game Time. They are the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're going to have. Flash deals is what Game Time has. Last minute tickets, easy to find and buying tickets for every event you need. Images of seat views at game time. I love that aspect of it. Lowest price guarantee. They've got it all at game time. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use code locked on NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Also create an account and redeem that code locked on NFL for 20 bucks off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And hey, Matt Derry here to tell you about our friends at Marg's Sparkling Margaritas. Perfect weekend. It's going to be so hot on Monday. You're going to need to stock up that cooler with something cold and refreshing. And there's nothing better than Marg's Sparkling Margaritas. Look, I've been talking about them for a long time. They're better than your typical White Claws and High Noons. Get off of that and start sipping on Marg's. They are fantastic. Five unique flavors crafted with real Blanco tequila. Marg's are clean, crisp. And genuinely taste so good. They've got five flavors, like I said, including that coconut margarita that I love. Something for everyone to enjoy. Margs are great. Drink of the summer. They're going to be the drink of the fall. And for tailgating, whether it's tonight down in East Lansing or tomorrow in Ann Arbor. Go to the website, SIP, S-I-P, Margs.com. That's S-I-P-M-A-R-G-S.com to find a retailer nearest you. Must be 21 over to enjoy. Cheers. And please drink responsibly. All right, folks, wrapping up this Friday edition of Locked On Lions, two things to remember about expectations for this football team. Number one, this team plays in the NFC, like I said before, and I'm looking at the NFC North, and I don't see a team that is as good as the Detroit Lions. I don't. I think the Lions are going to win the division. They're hungry. Like Brad Holmes said, they want to be the hunters still, and unless there's some major injuries and this team just collapses due to that, I truly believe they're the best team in the division. I look at Minnesota and I see a defense that's a sieve. Yeah, they still got Daniil Hunter back and Harrison Smith. But other than that, there's nothing there that I'm doing backflips over. I think Minnesota will score some points. I think Justin Jefferson is arguably one of the best players in the game. But Minnesota takes a step back for how lucky they got in one-score games last year and for all the guys they lost across that defense. Uh, Green Bay. I don't hate Green Bay a lot, a lot like others. I think people think, oh, Jordan loves their Packers are going to go way down and win seven games, eight games. No, I think Green Bay is going to finish second. I don't know about Jordan Love and what if he can do it or not, but the Packers have a pretty good defense. 
Jair Alexander is as good a defender in this in this division as there is. Um, I think they're going to get a bounce back from guys like Kenny Clark. If Rashawn Gary's healthy, look out. Um, and I think the Packers will be all right. Are they as good as Detroit? No. Remember, this is a Green Bay team of Aaron Rodgers last year that got swept at the hands of the Lions a year ago. The Chicago Bears, I'm sorry. I'm not going to get on the hype train of Hall of Fields and say the Bears are going to win 12 games. They're still weak up front on both lines. Uh, yeah, they've made some additions at linebacker. Yeah, I think guys like Eddie Jackson and, and some of the others in their secondary um, are going to improve and play better than they did a year ago. But the Bears are still a year away. All right? And uh, look, Justin Fields might get better with DJ Moore. And a guy like Komet might take that next step as your tight end. But I don't know if Matt Eberflus can coach. And I don't know that Justin Fields in a big game on a third and eight, trailing by three with two minutes to go, can deliver that 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 big throw. I've yet to see it. So um, if you have the expectation, in my opinion, that the Lions are going to win the division, I think you're spot on. One other thing to remember is they're playing Kansas City Thursday night. There are I, I'm getting a lot of folks hitting me up on whether it's Twitter or whatever, and running into fans all the time. Matt, what do you think? You know, Diesel, Derry, what do you think? I think it's going to be a tough game to win because Mahomes is, he's like a god. He always seems to escape and make a play. And the Lions are trotting out a brand spanking new secondary that's never played together before. I think that's a tough week one matchup. I think they can hang with Kansas City. I think they can be right there. I think they can be physical and pound the rock. But the other team has the best player again, arguably, in the game. In number 15 under center, and he just, just when you think you got him bottled up, he escapes and makes a throw that you go, oh my gosh, that's Mahomes. So I'm not ready to go, yeah, we're going to smoke the Chiefs. I think the Lions are going to be right there, but I'm not ready to predict victory just yet and blow out victories. I like this team and where the Lions are headed, but week one is not going to be the easy game. All right, uh, we'll be back again on Monday. Have a great Labor Day weekend, everybody. It's been Lockdown Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Take it easy.